0: Can you not hear me? Mike, I Can you can't hear, me? hear you at all. Oh, <laughs> no. Beautiful intro. I can't oh, hear you. No. Um, well, I don't really know what to do now that now that we're um, live here. Well, OK, so. All right. So this is going nowhere in a hurry. So I am going to um, uh, we're going to stop the live stream and then uh, we'll be we'll be right back. The following takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. i think we could do a show we can do a show yay <laughs> 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 all right all right well let, i guess uh i guess let me start over mm-hmm. um um hey everybody well uh you know w- welcome back to the uh our our second attempt at the after hours live stream mm-hmm. of the mike Cybert radio podcast and of course welcome back to mike Cybert radio powered by poddex i am your host so glad to be here with you again <laughs> as you can see uh joining me on the live stream uh this evening is apollo how uh how you doing hi mike i um,
1: glad we got those tech issues worked out um i'm doing fine doing fine thanks for asking
0: Excellent. Very good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to jump on. This was, uh, this, this was kind of an impromptu thing. Like we were, um, uh, we were chatting about, uh, all the cool exciting things going on with Icon online. And I just happened to mention that I was doing a live stream tonight and, and we thought now would be a good time to, you know, kind of give a uh, update because it, it's, it's been a couple weeks since we've, uh, we did that show together uh you me and chally and lita and mm-hmm. and thought it would be just kind of fun to um revisit that for a few minutes um but before we get there i i i wanted to mention um just a i don't know i, I guess uh, other shows kind of refer to this as housekeeping so i guess i got a little bit of uh housekeeping to uh, uh to mention first of all i i want to talk about uh, the the exciting adventure I had this last weekend with uh, with my good buddies Yoshi and Greg and Ryan from the Autopod Decepticast. We uh, we did a epically long recording session for Transformers Reanimated. Which uh, for folks that might not be familiar with that uh, fan fiction project, it started off as a um, a story proposal to IDW comics created by uh, Yoshi from the transmissions pro- uh, podcast and Greg from the unfunny nerd tangent podcast. They, they came together and wanted to, uh, it came from two different places. One, they weren't exactly excited with the output of stories that IDW was putting out. And in the spirit of a lot of things that folks do, it's like, if you, want something done, uh, you, you want to see something done, try it yourself. Um, you know, a lot of us here in live streaming and podcasting and, and conventions and things like that kind of, kind of, uh, share that same, um, uh, philosophy. So they came up with this series of stories that more or less takes place between season, to the end of season two of the original transformers cartoon leading up to transformers the movie there's a 20 year span of continuity there and a lot of stories to tell and the longest uh, i'm sorry the shortest version of a longer story is that um they're their proposal was flat out rejected. In fact, IDW comics didn't even look at it. Uh, Sent Yoshi a really nice worded letter saying like, well, this looks like a very nice proposal, but I can't even look at it uh, because we, we IDW comics can't look at unsolicited material. So on undeterred, they've just been putting it out as um putting the scripts out on their website and putting it out as fan fiction. Um they've uh you know commissioned artists to do covers for these comics and basically the scripts are available on their website transformersreanimated.com and you can read them uh basically in script format but um something we started doing oh i don't i don't know maybe six eight nine months ago is uh since we're all podcasters we thought it would be fun just to go through the scripts and read them out loud and i i would like to say that we're good at it but really the the way yoshi puts it and greg puts it as well is that it's just an excuse for us to get together and have some fun and act out these scripts so um there, there's a lot of um scripted drama podcasts transformers reanimated is not one of them so basically we we read the scripts as they're written but also with some additional commentary and some extra uh, voice acting and you know, we have a lot of fun with it, it gets the 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 stories themselves aren't out of place with like the season two episodes they're you know it's it's you know it's saturday morning weekday afternoon cartoon fair like you know sometimes the the violence gets a little intense, but nothing that I would say rises to the level of the stuff in the eighty six movies so um so anyway it's so it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of fun there but the podcasts on the other hand are um not so safe for, for the kiddos, <laughs> we, uh, we, we get pretty rowdy. And so anyway, we, we've been doing a number of these issues as, um, uh, script readings, putting them up, up at podcasts and they're available on transformers, com. I don't know what other platforms, uh, it's available on, um, for podcasts, but, um, I'm sure if you search for it, you'll find it. But, um, anyway, this, uh, this last weekend we recorded two issues and it's uh, both centered on bumblebee and i um through i i, I want to say it was maybe like a year um year and a half ago where no not a year and a half ago just like a year and a couple months it was a uh, uh, september of last year now that i think about it the only reason i think of that is because we we recorded the first issue the podcast version of Transformers reanimated on my birthday last year. <laughs> and I, uh, um, I, I thought I had a take on Bumblebee and uh, for some reason it's stuck. Now my, I'm not a voice actor. I'm not a voice talent at all. Um, if, if you listen to my podcast and how often I say, um, and err and lose my train of thought, um, you know, my, my vocal delivery leaves very much to be desired and that's not lost on me but um I, my my take on bumblebee is kind of somewhere in between luke skywalker from star wars episode four a new hope and uh a pimply face teen from the simpsons oh you dropped your taco sir i don't want oh but if i had a girlfriend she'd kill me it's <laughs> it's uh it's goofy and these uh these most recent two issues that uh that we recorded for is a two-part story the first part was is called uh food court fury transformers reanimated issue 13 food court fury the insecticons never-ending thirst for energon brings them to a local mall in portland oregon will the evil insecticons be able to extract the energy they desperately need from this hub of human commerce or will Bumblebee, a lone Autobot, be able to put an end to their terror? Find out in this all-new G1 adventure, Food Court Fury. Available now for free at TransformersReanimated.com. Cover art by Ryan Jett from the Autopod Decepticast. Uh, Spike and Carly go on a date to the local mall, so there's a lot of, like, 80s nostalgia, and and uh, uh, my dude Ryan Jett from uh, Autopod Decepticast had a blast uh doing the cover uh for that uh it's got like all like the you know like radio shack and and uh you know like all the all the the mall trappings and basically bumblebee mm-hmm. runs afoul of the insecticons and he has to muster up the courage to to take them on by himself and that um that adventure uh leaves him with some un anticipated side effects which leads into the uh next issue uh, issue 14 of transformers reanimated called a swarm of bumblebees
1: transformers reanimated issue 14 a swarm of bumblebees his recent encounter with the insecticons has left bumblebee a changed bot in more ways than one many more Can the Autobots adapt to this new threat, or will they be overtaken by the swarm of bumblebees? Perhaps this is the calm before the swarm. Find out in this brand new G1 adventure, a swarm of bumblebees. Available now for free at transformersreanimated.com. Cover art by
0: Dan Hanna. Be sure to catch the buzz. And I don't want to spoil too much of it. I mean, the script's been up for a couple months now, but, um, basically, uh, one of the things that we know about the generation one insecticons is that they have cloning technology and what if that cloning technology was used as a weapon against an opponent. And what those kind of consequences would be, and I don't know why I'm being so dodgy because it's right there on the comer- cover and it's uh, it's in the title. And more or less, I get to portray several different versions of uh, of my Luke Skywalker Bumblebee, in s- including some that are just downright creepy to the point where um, you know when we do these voice recordings, we're often we. We, we have two speeds. One, we give each other a hard time. It's like, oh, that's the delivery (laughs) you're going with. Okay. Uh, but the flip side of it is that we're also incredibly complimentary, like, whoa, that was really good. Like, like, um, uh, Ryan, for example, uh, has, has a really good take on shrapnel. And it's just like, I mean, um, a lot of his, uh vocal deliveries are spot on for the original voice actors like he's got a killer wheel jack also and um very very generation one flavored um mine are not but uh but but anyway like <laughs> so when when i do uh this character which i'll i'll only refer to as other bumblebee um i did i did a couple readings and in my headphones as we're recording you could just hear a pin drop Cause like everybody just was like silent for, uh, for a couple hot minutes there. And uh, finally Yoshi said something. He's like, dude, that's, that's really creepy. That was so cool. And so, yeah, we had, we had a, um, we had a lot of fun with that, but what I've discovered and I, I don't know if this, this happens with voice actors or not, but I noticed this when I do a lot of podcasting as well, there's a lot of, um, uh, uh incidental physical exertion to it like you know i i speak with my hands and, mm-hmm. and especially here on video too i kind of you know kind of kind of lean into it but what i what i found is even though i am not an actor or a voice actor or any kind of talent i tell you what i was acting my ass off in that i'm just like you know just throwing my body into it and just like you know and um when uh when we got done recording we recorded for oh my gosh almost four hours and by the time we uh we were done i was wiped i i just had nothing left to give i go home have some dinner and i wake up this morning and i'm just sore from like head to foot and like muscles that i didn't think it would be appropriate to be sore like you know like like my elbow and shoulders and all of that stuff i i was just i was just exhausted and i felt like i had been worked over by a gang of toughs with baseball bats or something because it was (laughs) it was it was intense um and so i hope that that intensity and passion comes across in the um in the recordings uh that we did there i've um I, I've posted in a couple different places on Twitter and Facebook uh, trailers for uh, for those two issues that uh, that they put out a while ago. I'm not sure exactly when the uh, podcast recordings are going to be out. I would imagine it's going to take Yoshi probably a couple weeks uh, to edit those down because there were uh, four of us, uh, you know, recording separately and doing all all of that. So it's going to take a little time, but um, I, I'm sure I'll mention it when it comes out, but I just I thought I would mention it now because like one of the things we're going to talk about in a little bit has to do with animation and voice acting and and performances and things like that. So um, but yeah, that, that was part of how I spent my weekend and um, and yeah, so um, so I had. There, there was a whole bunch of other stuff I, I was going to do uh, this evening on the live stream, but then I, I realized it was uh, maybe a little more mission critical to get uh, the icon online update. Um, but before, um, before I, I, I kick it over to um, Apollo and you've been very patient hanging out with me listening, <laughs> listening to my, my dumb stories, but um, I, I have a uh, super exciting guest announcement Uh, for later in early in the in the new year. Um, I saw a post on Facebook. uh, uh, It was it was late last week. Maybe it was Thursday or Friday. I don't remember which, but I saw a post from uh, Stan Bush, who folks in that listen to my show primarily know him as, uh, contributing to the soundtrack album for transformers, the movie, uh, performing, uh, both, uh, dare and the touch to, uh, you know, I'd say the two most prominent, uh, uh, songs in the movie. And he, um, he has a new album out, uh, called dare to dream. It's actually available now. It came out on, uh, November 20th, but he is, uh, doing kind of, a promotion for it like you know he's he's been active you know the these last 30 years doing shows and conventions and uh, as well as continuing to uh put out albums and music so anyway so he has um he has a new album out and was more or less putting the feelers out to uh uh, content creators podcasters and youtubers and whatnot and i i I put it to the audience because one of the things that i i am often asked about it's like hey mike why um why don't you ask to interview this person or that person or um and and for me the thing for my artist spotlight interviews is I feel like it, it needs to have um, a base in something to promote. So like, for example, earlier this year, I talked to Flint Dilly, and something I'd always wanted to do and probably could have reached out to him at any time and say, Hey man, come on my show. Um, but I don't necessarily believe in um, wanting to interview somebody just for the sake of it. If that makes sense, Um, I I don't consider myself to be a clout chaser, meaning like, oh, man, I I'm I'm going to go interview Flint Dilly or I'm going to interview Ron Friedman or I'm going to interview Kevin Smith or, you know, like, you know, just to like put notches on the belt. It's like I've never really had any interest in that. It's more about making friends and helping my friends promote their thing, um, you know, go back through, you know, my last 300 episodes to, um, uh, to see that. So I, I was really excited when Flint Dilly put out a book and I was like, Hey, now's my chance. And sure enough, I had him on the show and it was, it was a ton of fun. It was, it was great. And, and go check out the games master, by the way, it's, it's a really good book. I, uh, if you like, um, if you've ever seen, flint dilly at a tf con or just really talk about his work his book reads like how he talks and so it's big and boisterous and it's 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 a lot of fun um but anyway i i kind of felt the same way about stan bush it's like well you know i'd always like to talk to him but i'm not i'm not just gonna reach out to him and say um Hey dude, do you want to be on my show? Um talk about those songs you did 30 years ago? It just it just felt hollow, but if he's going to put it out there saying like, "Hey man, I'm looking to connect with podcasters." Um I I put it out to the audience. I was like, "What do you think? Should I reach out to Stan Bush?" And and I almost immediately got like a half dozen people saying uh, yeah, <laughs> you should totally do that. <laughs> so right then and there, I I sent him an email, and he uh he actually got back to me this morning, uh, uh Monday morning, and said, sure, great, and we uh, uh worked out some scheduling logistics, and um it will be the um we don't have the. F- firmest date yet we're still kind of going back and forth on scheduling but it will be the weekend uh, the second weekend in january either the 9th or 10th of january we haven't decided if it's going to be saturday or sunday but it will be one of those two days it will be a live stream here on mike sybert radio um and as we as we get closer i'll i'll let you know uh, for sure. But yes, I, uh, Stan Bush will be on Mike Seibert radio in, uh, January of 2021 talking about his brand new album, dare to dream, which again is available now. And I'm actually on his uh, website right now, uh, StanBush.com. Um, if you order his new album, um, from his website specifically, he will autograph the copy and send it to you. So I just, I just saw that and I thought that was, uh, thought that was pretty cool and it's um, I was listening to uh, a couple of the singles from it and if you like dare if you like the touch um, you're going to like dare to dream because it, it is very much in that style and very much in that flavor. So I'm a, uh, I am i am really excited uh, to get the opportunity to um, uh, chat with another person that has contributed to, uh, to that movie that has been uh, so special and iconic and important to me. So I I'm working my way down the list. I just need more people to write books. Um, <laughs> Uh, but also, though I, you know, not not to to bring down the room, because I, I was just thinking of other folks that I I would like to talk to. Um, there was also some um, uh, not great news. Apparently, uh, Vince DiCola has uh, been um, he he's got coronavirus, and that's I mean we we wish him a speedy recovery. And it was just um just kind of heartbreaking too reading the post from his manager. I don't have it in front of me, but more or less it's like Vince has been very cautious and he still got it. And that I guess I'll just use that as uh, as my soapbox to say, um, wear your damn mask. And yes. and just, you know, and and just be cautious in those times where even where we think we're being the most cautious perhaps that's still not cautious enough. So um, I I didn't want to bring down the room too much, but like thinking of uh, thinking of Stan Bush makes me think of Vince DeCola. And um, so, so there was that news that uh, that broke over the weekend um, as well. And, and, and as I said, we uh, we wish uh, Mr. DeCola, the, the speediest of recoveries. Um, And so with that, um, I think that's all I had for announcements uh, uh, maybe on next week's live stream we'll we'll find out what I've got in the box but oh. the box is just gonna go back over here because looking at the time I've told uh, uh way too many lengthy stories um, and and yeah (laughs) you ever have that thing where like your brain just literally just stops working i was just like and yeah it
1: happens all the time to me now it's (laughs) i call it COVID brain even though i don't have covid um it's just um i it happens to me all the time i just space out and go "Mm, what yeah it's
0: it's it's the COVID effect for Mm -hmm. sure um so but with with that being said um uh, again thank you for uh taking time out of your busy work schedule to uh join me here um and i thought for the remainder of the time we've got there and incidentally if you want to um ask us a question or jump in the chat um, you're more than welcome to whatever platform you happen to be watching on, whether it's a uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, or Twitch, um, uh, drop a comment and, and join us. We'd love to answer your questions, but I thought um, since it has been um, a little while since we've talked about Icon online, let's talk about Icon online.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. It's happening. I had- yes. I um, had so many things I wanted talk about like when you were talking but we will focus on the event so we've been very very busy with um planning this event there's been a lot of time put into the promotion Um, lita has taken over social media and it's blowing up like crazy in a good way Um, lots of fun posts we're getting lots of great applications mm-hmm. we're getting um for panelists cosplayers and artists um we do we are asking for more panelists cosplay or, um, and cosplay applications because we are just trying to get as many as possible to look through so if you have an idea for a panel or if you've got a cosplay that you're you're working on please submit it to um our event so and we're doing for cosplay we're doing human formers and also rigs so um you can check out our social media site um on twitter instagram Mm -hmm. tumblr and facebook we also have a website our website launched recently and you can go there as well to find all those links so it is very exciting we're getting a lot of good submissions can't say anything quite yet but we've got some exciting excited stuff planned, and it's just super great seeing so many fans wanting to support this event
0: yeah yeah for sure it it's and it's been it hasn't been without stress um on on the planning side but now that things are starting to really Uh, click and take shape Um, it's 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 really a lot of fun and it's a lot uh, to be excited about and we've had so many conversations with so many cool folks and we've had the opportunity to um, see so many cool artists Uh, a lot of folks that we know but mm-hmm. a lot that we don't. And I think for me being part of that process is like, oh, this, this artist stuff is really cool. So it's been, it's been really neat as well as, you know, the, the incredible cosplayers that, that we've seen and a lot of like the, the really neat panel submissions uh, that we've had so far. It's, it's stuff that I wouldn't think of. It's like, what a clever idea. Um, so yeah, it, it's it, it's been really satisfying to see this really uh, spark interest and really start to um, take shape. Now I remember when we all got together last time on a live stream, we talked about the uh, deadline for uh for submissions for panels and artist alley and and cosplay i believe if i remember correctly that deadline was december 19th yes is that still the deadline
1: um as of right now it is um that just depends on how many more panel submissions we get and cosplay submissions we might push it out a week but for now we're keeping it the 19th um we're, you know, getting a lot of traffic, more traffic on social media now. So I think the more people that see the event, um, you know, the more, you know, op- opportunities we have to get more panels and cosplay submissions,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: And I know panels take a lot of time to plan. Same with cosplay, too. So... Um, You know, I imagine that there are people out there who are planning panels and are just kind of still in the planning process or still unsure about if they should submit or not. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to um, via DM on the social media channel. Um, Channels or just email us as well. So, and our emails posted on the website. So,
0: well, it, one of the things that, that I've, I've really appreciated and and enjoyed seeing is how the uh, website has grown and how the uh, frequently asked questions section, the FAQ, uh, because people keep coming up with really good questions. And it's like with every good questions, it's, it's like, oh hey yeah that's right so yeah we should probably address that in the faq uh mm. so yeah that's uh um that's been really cool to see so um we don't have anything to announce currently um we have some really cool ideas we've got some really cool submissions um, uh, but yeah, you're gonna have to wait just a little bit longer We're we're, uh, we're hoping to maybe get more of the gang together for for a larger, more, um, I guess, I don't know what I would call it a formal announcement of maybe some of the programming, uh, because we, we have, we have a couple, um, higher profile, uh panels that that again we're we're really excited about and that have a lot of moving parts um involved so it's it's just making sure that all of those parts move together and make sure that we're um we're all good to go before uh before formally announcing stuff but like we talked about previously this is a fan convention for fans by fans and to that end you know um There's no show without the fans. So we, uh, we need you. Uh, yes. You out out there, uh, out there watching or listening. And uh, there it is. (laughs) Isn't it funny with the mirroring though? It's like, it's like, which, which, Oh, Oh that. yeah Oh, that is my right side. Oh, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, no, we're, we're, um, artist alley is pretty robust, but Mm -hmm. if if you're, if you are interested in, um, applying are we're, we're still taking a look at those. Uh, but where we're really looking for folks to really, uh, kick it in gear is in the, uh, panel submissions. And even more than that is the cosplay. We've, we've got some really cool, uh, cosplayers that have applied already. And I wish Chally was on the call with I us know. because she's, she's our resident cosplay expert. Um, uh, i am not (laughs) so so i can't really speak to that that world too terribly much but i like i said i i know we've got some really cool folks already but we um we we are definitely looking to expand that field and um with the panel programming that i because i i know in fact i've actually spoken to at least a few people that are considering doing panels and they've run some ideas by me, but they haven't submitted it yet. Oh. And so I bet you there's a lot of folks that are in that uh, position where they're, they're waiting for the idea to crystallize. Mm-hmm. So what I would recommend, if you are one of those folks uh, to where you're kicking around the beginnings of an idea, go ahead and submit it. Because then, through the communication process, we'll work with you to either help you flesh out your idea or uh, lead to the conclusion that maybe this isn't the right venue for that because, um, uh, because not every idea is appropriate for a family friendly space, and I think that's one thing that we should re emphasize as well is that you know, Icon Online, where all are one, is meant to be a family-friendly space and as such we kind of we kind of need to make sure that things are um uh safe for work yes and and as a reminder uh icon online is a not-for-profit fan organized online transformers event um and again we're we're accepting panelists cosplayers and artist alley submissions um the website is icononline.wordpress.com um if if you're following me on any of my socials you've seen me aggressively uh posting about it and i will continue to do that um you can follow where where did the link tree go oh
1: that got replaced by the website link earlier today. Ah, uh, Okay. Got yeah. it. Cause I,
0: I just happened to be looking on, on the Twitter there and I was like, where did that go? Um, <laughs> it, it's all good. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, so uh, you can follow icon online at uh, icon online on Instagram, on Facebook, on uh, Twitter and on Tumblr as well um i don't think i'm locked to have my tumblr account anymore i think i i think i finally got that that figured out there um but yeah i i guess outside of that i'm trying to figure out what else we would like to talk about with regards to um uh, to Icon Online I just I, I I had a million ideas And I think Unfortunately Our, our technical difficulties Kind of Kind of torpedoed My uh My thought process A little bit Got a Got a little scrambled I It's like this hasn't happened before. I
1: know, I know that really threw me off too. But um, yeah. the cool thing with Iacon Online is we're getting a lot of representation from different groups of people and um, people that normally don't have a voice at events like this. So we're getting a lot of women, non-binary people and um, a lot of LGBTQ representation at this event. So, Um, based on the applications we've received so far for everything between panels, cosplayers, and um, artists, which is Mm -hmm. really exciting. We are also accepting international submissions, too. So if you are someone located in any other part of the world, not just the United States, and you want to do a panel for us, Please submit a panel request mm-hmm. form, and we will we'll help work with you on that. Um, you know, if it's going to be too late for you when we do decide the dates for the and the times for the event, which we're still figuring out, we're trying to hit as many time zones as possible for the event. Um, that's our plan and it's also based on how many submissions we accept for panels. So if you have a panel idea and you're in Tokyo, for example, or just anywhere in any part of the world, please submit a panel application because we are accepting live panels. We're also doing video panels as well. So if, if being up that late, is a concern for you, we can play your panel. As a video too, and you can mm-hmm. have it pre-recorded. So, um, same with artists, same with cosplayers. If you're located in any part of the world, you are more than welcome to participate in the event. This is not just a U.S. based event. Um, it's you know, it's the entire world. Yeah. We have this opportunity with the pandemic to have an event where everyone can participate so um, we are keeping that in mind as we review um, panel submissions and all the other applications time zones so that is something we have thought of as well so please submit applications especially for panels and cosplay if and if you're located anywhere in the world so
0: awesome very very cool i remembered the thing that we were going to talk about that i forgot about talking about uh-huh. um there there was a there was a trailer that dropped um mm-hmm. earlier today and mm-hmm. i uh I, I was almost gonna let that slip away before uh uh before before we wrapped up the show uh but yeah no let me um bring this up here okay up on the oo tubes and hopefully youtube doesn't uh uh, doesn't doesn't pull me down for for playing a, uh, a trailer here I think I could be mistaken but I think the key to success there I think the key to success there is making sure that I have the sound turned on theater mode, full screen mode okay all right so okay. so what um, what I'm gonna hear share my screen okay and then we'll go do one of those and let's see if this works oh hey what do you Yay. know Look at yes. that. Now get, get my get my pesky captions out of the way here there we go Yay. so yeah so yeah we'll make like the screen teeny tiny and maybe uh uh mr youtube doesn't uh doesn't take me away. But yeah, what <laughs> what I thought we would do is yeah, I'll just uh we'll roll the new uh Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy Earthrise uh um series from Netflix the new trailer just dropped and I thought we'd just play it and talk about it. Yeah uh, maybe do some commentary and maybe run it a couple times or whatever. But um okay. so yeah so I'm just I'm making this up as we go. Okay. <laughs> so, cool. um, so yeah, I'm just going to hit play and we can, um, we can chat about it as it, as, as, as we go. Anybody home? Do you know who I am? I know
1: what you are. That is enough.
0: Bring me the ugly
1: Oh, come on. Wheeljack.
0: The future is unwritten. Focus your mind. Take us to the Spark. I need to break it to the Decepticons. But they've already won the war. Not yet they haven't. There's still some spark left in my circuits. I'm so glad
1: someone on our team can fly!
0: You'll never
1: escape this dead place. You must stay on the path.
0: For a much darker future awaits. I will guide you to your rightful destiny. You will kill Optimus Prime
1: and take the Matrix for yourself.
0: I mean immediately you see you got you got some quintessons yep. and mm-hmm. I just um I Oh, Alita! It's, Alita! It's, it's her. She's here. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be one of those things where my commentary isn't good. Um, oh, let me turn on the captions, also. Yeah,
1: we can, and we'll, we can see and, what people are saying.
0: Because I, I had to, I had to go back for the, uh, uh, the bumblebee thing. I couldn't remember what the, what the quintesson said, uh, about bumblebee, and said, "Bring me the ugly one." I'm like, hey. <laughs> you can uh, practice
1: your bumblebee voice now exactly. <laughs> let's go in the that's in the void
0: it's so funny
1: yay hot link they had hot link yeah yay, finally
0: i forget who had said it but but um somebody uh i maybe it was fj DeSanto, but uh but somebody uh involved in the show had said Everybody that has a toy is in the show. So so yeah, it was it was really cool to see Hotlink there because there's there was a lot of siege figures that weren't in the show. Like we haven't seen Springer, mm-hmm. you know, and there's there's a few others up the top of my head, but
1: Yeah. And like um was that Nemesis Prime back there that they sure showed? was. So like, sure what? <laughs> you know, that's what I thought when I watched Lear. Um lots of explosions
0: all the explosions
1: <laughs> megatron getting punched yeah or grabbed in the face
0: and this though Ooh. i mean this this reveal right here mm-hmm. and even the blocking of it um so mm-hmm. maybe we'll we'll uh um, look unicron <laughs> yeah you, you got the unicron and It's it's just it's so much. It's so much Um, So let me um when this when this finishes I'm gonna hit Is there is there a restart? Can I hit restart and play it again? Oh, because it hasn't actually finished
1: Oh, yeah,
0: this is this is this is really good. Um, this is really good. Uh, um podcasting here um, so yeah, i'll just i'll just let this continue to run but uh, but yeah, so you got you got the captions mm-hmm. and so yeah, so um, oh, uh, It's obviously captured there's alita again. Yeah, there she is again and yeah. shockwaves looking over her shoulder You got the quintessence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring me the ugly one. Yeah. <laughs> this was hilarious <laughs> poor, Which, B. poor B I don't know. He's he's sassy B in the he's uh, um, uh, he's a, uh, he's emo Bumblebee. Cause he's, he's got like, he's got like the guy liner and all these, mm-hmm. uh, he's hot topic Bumblebee.
1: He is. <laughs> I up. actually like his character a lot in Siege. You know, I yeah? feel like he was the most real feeling character, you know, with, um, you know i i don't know Mm -hmm. if that makes sense but i I also liked alita just because she was amazing and awesome sure and looks like she's still amazing and awesome so yeah
0: well i mean because she's basically leading the war effort because as far as the autobots know the art crew are dead Mm -hmm. um so that that adds a that adds a really cool uh dynamic there as well um that yeah this uh this trailer was a lot of fun it's it's really cool oh there's 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 nemesis Nemesis again
1: (laughs) yeah
0: so what what does that mean yeah
1: what does Uh, that mean
0: so i i you know kind of kind of looking ahead to uh kingdom and we know the kingdom is going to deal a lot with time travel and alternate dimensions and things like that so i i wonder how nemesis comes into place it's like is he just a dark version of optimus is he like a dark reflection from from an awful future mm-hmm. um what you know what that might be so there's, so there's that and then as we saw here at the um we saw early we saw nemesis earlier and then mm-hmm. later on at the end of the trailer I, I had to get my feet back under me there uh but mm-hmm. yeah no um at the end of the trailer you see galvatron obviously mm-hmm. as a as near as we can tell a completely separate character yeah. and then and then there's also some uh, and i'll i'll point it out and pause to it when we when we get to it on the on this uh, uh last go around here um but there's there's some very uh transformers the movie uh imagery there in terms of like what happens to megatron mm-hmm. and i uh i i'm sure as this trailer has been out for I don't know half a day at this point. Um, mm-hmm. There, there's probably a million uh, fan theories. Like, th- there was a line there, I just missed it, but um, they're they're talking. It says the future is unwritten. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's already a very early indication of time travel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we don't know how involved time travel and dimension hopping is is um, is going to be, but I. I want to talk about uh, The the megatron galvatron thing because mm-hmm. like I I'm I'm sure you've got theories about uh, some of the other stuff um, that that we can unpack here as well, mm-hmm. but my my thought on the megatron galvatron thing I tweeted this earlier is that I think that Galvatron is a time traveler mm-hmm. from the future and mm-hmm. basically his agenda is to steer megatron on a path that ensures that he becomes galvatron you know kind of like like a self-fulfilling prophecy uh type of thing you know Mm -hmm. it's like if i don't intercede well he had oh so this right here Mm-hmm. so like so like the, i'm i'm getting some serious 1986 vibes off of this mm-hmm. you know like that that whole scene where megatron is reformatted by uh um by unicron there yeah. and, and obviously there, is, there he is and we know yes. he, and i just noticed it too now that i have it have it paused he's very much on model for the Haslab unicron <laughs> figure that will be out because like look at the ring yeah it's got like those extra hook uh things on there which i i i, I think is super cool i think that's great
1: mm-hmm. yeah. um
0: but yeah i think um, cuz like there there was um uh there there was a comic book story in the marvel uk uh, comics called target 2006 and mm-hmm. it's it's one of the the definitive works um uh, of that run and basically it has the 86 characters coming from the far-flung future of 2006 and it's a little different in that like they're th- kind of like in a back to the future type of way trying to avoid Interacting with the characters and making permanent changes. Mm-hmm. I think this is the opposite, where because um, we we know um, uh, Cyclonus is going to be part of Kingdom. We have no idea where if, if Scourge uh, fits into this or not. But I I think that Unicron, Galvatron, probably Cyclonus. I I think these are agents of the future um looking to specifically alter the past instead of like you know i i I don't know it's bad guy stuff i i I don't have it all fleshed out but
1: well um um, well mike what's your theory on time travel and um in parallel universes like do you think that if you go back in time does it affect this timeline or does it create a whole new timeline
0: um you know uh back to the future is is one of my favorite movies so Mm -hmm. i think I mean i think that's where a lot of us kind of kind of go but in you know in more uh contemporary times you know in the the introduction of parallel universes i um i don't know if it can be both i i guess i guess i take kind of a i i I believe in both i -hmm. i take the the avengers endgame uh uh, perspective it where it blends the uh, back to the future aspect of Predestination and you know what you do in the the past can alter the present Mm -hmm. but I also at the same time believe in branching alternate timelines um, and that they can Exist at the same time. So like one of the Mm -hmm. things in Avengers Endgame is as the avenger spoilers, uh, collect the infinity stones. When they remove the infinity stone from that point in the past, it creates a new timeline. Very similar to in back to the future part two, where, you know, that you get the alternate 1985 where Biff is Donald Trump basically.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then at the end of the movie, you know, captain America has to go back and, and, and fix them. And, and And put the stones back, so i I think that's an example of how it can be both things at the same time. I feel like um the like the beast wars universe, as we see it in kingdom, is probably an alternate timeline mm-hmm. but also either in the the distant past or the far future, uh depending upon. You know i i'm not i'm not too up on beast wars so i'm um it it's it, it's occasionally been both from what i understand so mm-hmm. um but yeah and and obviously you know now that we're talking about beast wars it's uh you know time travel is not a new concept to transformers so i think that um yeah, I, I'm really just kind of scrambling, trying to figure out how that how that all fits. But that's to me, that's one of the things how the kingdom toy line and presumably the the kingdom series, how that all kind of uh comes together. I I think that Galvatron in Earthrise will do something to fracture the timeline and the, you know, multiversal, uh, web or whatever, um, to where we're, we're going to see these beast Wars characters cross over and mm-hmm. e- even, even to an extent. Yeah. See, and this is, this is the other thing. I, I is only half cooked as far as my theories go. Um, we know in earth rise, that the autobots alt modes are very g1 mm-hmm. to the point where they look like 1980s vehicle mm-hmm. so i thought almost immediately that at the end of siege where the you know they they jump through the space bridge that not only did it it take them through space but also through time yeah um I I don't know if that's the case or not because, you know, we're we're not seeing a whole lot of Earth actually rising in the uh, in the Earthrise trailer, so um, I, I I don't know how it's all gonna come together, but um, yeah, I I think I I think there's gonna be some kind of time jump to the 1980s Earth where mm-hmm. where they they scan. Uh, Earth modes of of the era and then I think the conclusion of Earthrise will be that there's going to be some Catastrophic temporal event where where timelines and universes are bleeding over. I think I'm just repeating myself at this point, but that's that's kind of what I think. Meanwhile, um, Alita One will lead the the uh, uh, war for Cybertron, the titular war for Cybertron mm-hmm. um, against the re- the remaining Autobots as they as they uh, defend their homeland against the evil Decepticons. What uh, mm-hmm. what do you think?
1: Um, well, I think obviously this whole I think Earthrise is going to end. It's going to involve Unicron, I believe, because obviously we saw that lovely video footage of Unicron.
0: Yeah, man. I
1: I think that um Nemesis Prime is from the future too, and I think mm. that's who Optimus turns into in an alternate timeline and i don't know why he's coming back i don't you know i think it's for nefarious reasons i don't think it's to warn him um just based off of what i can see i do think galvatron's from the future as well and i think he is steering megatron on the the path of most destruction Mm -hmm. um you know because if we're going based off of g1 you know which a lot of this war for cybertron is kind of a tribute to g1 is that you know galvatron is unicron's puppet pretty much you know his reluctant puppet and so he's going to steer megatron towards um fulfilling his destiny which is to become galvatron you know Mm you know, maybe unicron's in a alternative universe too, and they have to bring you know they're trying to bring unicron in, maybe unicron is some sort of cataclysmic event that happens in throughout multi multiple universes and right. it comes through and destroys them, and whatnot, so
0: yeah, because like i I remember when uh, Hasbro was doing the aligned continuity and their stance on it is that in certain, I I forget how it is, but more or less Unicron is a singular being It's Mm -hmm. like, there aren't multiple Unicrons. There's one Unicron in the multiverse. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that's them trying that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, considering there is that, that $600 $600 action figure. <laughs> so I, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they, they would put that there to, uh, kind of, kind of juice up the, the character a little bit. Um, do you think that, that, um, cause, cause again, we're, we're talking about time travel, but then we're also talking about alternate timelines. Mm-hmm. Do you think that nemesis and Galvatron are from the same place?
1: I don't think so. I think they're right. from different time. They're from different timelines and from different universes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're working together
0: right mm-hmm. now. If I, if I remember correctly, the, the, uh, nemesis prime figure who was in that, that spoiler, box uh spoilers for anybody who bought that and didn't know what it was (laughs) yeah i i still saw folks posting online that they bought the siege spoiler box and were somehow surprised that there was an ultra magnus in it it's like buddy i just i can't help you um but uh but that figure much like most nemesis prime figures do does have a decepticon badge and and i think that badges and allegiances are more important in the the war for cybertron continuity with 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 regards to the the cartoon definitely but um in that they've really um propped up the mercenary faction and and we and we talked about this uh, um previously you know how how relevant that is because like the first trailer we saw for Earthrise featured, um, Double Dealer and the Coneheads, and you know, uh, uh, Exhaust and Bug Bite, and really, um, trying to prop up the mercenary faction as 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 another threat. Plus, you got the Quintessons, so it's, a uh, it's, I don't know, I, I hope that it doesn't get too convoluted because i i don't know how many episodes it is if it's like siege i would imagine the Earthrise is only going to be like six episodes and while i i liked siege i do also think that they were trying to cram a lot of plot into not a lot of episodes yeah so i i wonder because like i think with all of the stuff that we're talking about it's going to be all of that and a bunch of other stuff that we're not even thinking about and talking about i think i i am afraid that it's going to end up being too jam-packed yeah um I, what i, I what agree
1: with you, you like full-on um, with you mike on that
0: but yeah i mean i i just um is there anything that you would like to see um either either based on um you know like an idea aroused from the the trailers or or something from the toys or threads from, from the seed show. Is there anything that you in particular want to see? What's, what's on, what's on Apollo's checklist of what you want to see in earth, Oh my
1: gosh. We'll just, obviously more Alita, which seems like we're gonna be getting a lot of her um because she was my favorite character from siege mm. um i'm glad to see hot link so that's made my checklist as well i want to see starscream where is he <laughs> like he's not in
0: any of them trailers he's it's not so any weird those
1: trailers that's kind of strange mm. um I You know, I think it's hitting most of the marks, you know, other than the lack of Starscream, which we'll probably find out why he's not in there. Um, you know, like it has time, you know, we're just assuming it's going to have time travel. That's like one of my favorite storyline types oh, is time yeah. travel hands on. Um, love Back to the Future and Chrono Trigger and anything that involves time travel. So um, I'm really excited about seeing those trying to think of if there's anything else um well we need to see earth at some point because it is called yeah. earth rise like we'll it's see like, the mm. actual
0: earth rise <laughs> yeah it's
1: just like uh okay Um uh, yeah like i can't think of anything else off the top of my head that i would like to see in earth rise you know based off of like the figures that have come out and whatnot right. like um I'm really excited about Kingdom a little more than Earthrise because I actually grew up watching Beast Wars. Um, you know, I didn't know it was a Transformers show when I was a kid watching yeah, it, yeah. but um, I loved Beast Wars. Like, I love Beast Wars Megatron, and um, yes. I just love all those characters, <laughs> you know, Cheet- Cheetor and um, all the others. And so I'm really excited about that. But um, I am more excited, definitely more excited about Earthrise than I was Siege. Like I think Siege had a lot of setup and they did cram a lot of stuff into it. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping, you know, and I don't know if you heard this, Mike. Do you mm. know if it's gonna be another short series or are there are gonna be more episodes?
0: I haven't heard specifically. Okay. Um, I, I just kind of imagined based on that on that same template. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that it would be a half dozen episodes. I, I don't know if Netflix has specifically announced it one way or the other.
1: Yeah, because like quite honestly, I think it needs at least like 13, like for them to <laughs> do everything they want to do. I do think it's going to be very crammed pack, like as we said earlier. Um, yeah, I can't, you know, I'm curious to see more Jetfire. I mean, we saw him in the trailer. Um, you know, it'll be great to see him, you know, grow up into being an autobot, you know. Um yeah. so they'll they'll be interesting as well. Um I wonder if any of the other characters from um the siege show are going to show back up again. Um you know, yeah. like some that we saw just briefly. So I
0: I I would like to hope that um now that there are more characters that we will actually see fewer um uh nameless faceless dupes mm-hmm. like like we uh we saw a lot of hounds we saw a lot of sideswipes. Mm-hmm. we saw a lot of reflectors mm-hmm. um i i would almost rather see more seekers than more reflectors and mm-hmm. that that was something i was a little disappointed in is just how um how many generics there um and I, I i think it was on uh more than meets the pod but they said like yeah that that thunderdome looks awfully empty it's yeah. it's just there there there's there's nobody around um it's uh it's yeah it, it's kind of weird so i i would like to see more uh no i i would like to see fewer generic characters um i i'd like to i don't want to be greedy but i would like to see a little more transforming Mm -hmm. um you know see see a little more transformation uh but but for me to the surprise of exactly nobody i want to see more sound blaster yeah he's got to come back because that that Mm -hmm. to me was like i mean I mean Alita was definitely the MVP, don't get me wrong. Uh fo- followed closely by Jetfire. I think mm-hmm. I think both of their characters got got a lot of good play, but like when Sound Blaster showed up, I, I think what it was is because it hit me so hard because it was a surprise mm-hmm. to to where it's like, Well, this is a different take on the character. I am here for this. Tell me more. Yes. So and and yeah. I, I I like that when you can do something different from a you know a character that's essentially a repaint you know and make them a completely different character so I, yeah. i'm intrigued with that and i'd also like to see if uh, if astro chain is really as big as we saw him at the end of siege because he a big boy
1: yeah yeah i know you haven't seen a lot of cyberverse or have you caught up okay you haven't caught up but he's a big boy in that too he's a big boy
0: so, really mm-hmm. all right so yeah. maybe that's where they're where they're taking some of their visual mm. cues then and kind of like the the way that he's uh uh portrayed there very yeah. interesting
1: yeah and also in um the idw2 comic he's pretty big too so um
0: well he is a leader class figure so i i wonder if uh perhaps that's where they're um where where, where they're taking their cues from
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but yeah it's like when, when he showed up in siege i was like is is that a walking statue oh my god that's astrotrain it's him he's here yep Yes. <laughs>
1: he's definitely a presence but yeah sound blaster is definitely a character i want to see return because like i real I, I love that whole sequence when b and um alita or not alita um, rc and um i'm blanking on the third character who is with them who just like the guns pretty much oh, uh, cog. Um, yeah a cog um they were they go in there like to his like his base pretty much mm-hmm. it is just he he was a surprise too because i just thought he was just going to be a toy you know that you'd buy and yeah. it's different colors sound wave and it's like nope he's real and he's awesome so yep. um it's just really exciting to see that now to know that all the, car- the toys are going to be on the show that's really cool actually so
0: yeah e- even like a lot of like the generation selects figures you know like all of these weird uh homages and and repaints like you know you've got got that uh white bumblebee that's Mm -hmm. uh that's a bug bite you've got the Mm -hmm. uh and and again you've got like the the classic uh diaclone uh callback version of wheeljack he's he's a mercenary he's exhaust and i i just i i think it's awesome that um I mean i i don't know like the generation selects line has really been killing it with like some deep deep cuts you you Mm -hmm. know like you you've got like a a sandstorm like the unused uh g2 cone heads Mm -hmm. um and so yeah i i I'd like to see those uh, those folks um, show up, and I, I liked how they used the the weaponizer gimmick. Like uh, like mm-hmm. you you brought that up earlier with that sequence in Sound Blaster Citadel with uh, yeah. with R C basically having all uh, all of Cog's guns, which I thought was super rad. But it also uses the the most popular gimmick of the of the uh siege toys was was the weaponizer gimmick and with uh with earthrise they had um they were doing the same thing with like micromasters and bases and i wonder if like battle masters are going to be a thing or like again how they incorporate the bases and the micromasters and um yeah it'll just it would be interesting to see how they incorporate that aspect because again we haven't seen any of those in the trailer um but you know if if it's to be believed that all of the toys make it in the show um yeah that could be that could be really neat because i you know i i kind of like some some uh a latter day like 1987 characters with uh you know with like all the the target masters and the power masters and yeah, I mean, I mean, th- there's a lot of fun to be had there.
1: Yeah, you know, um, really quick, like because I know we're getting late on time. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I was- you know, we brought up all the toys are going to be used, and that you know that maybe like they're going, they're kind of do- doing with Unicron how it's there's just one throughout all the different timelines and multiverses. Yeah. Well, there's a rung toy too, and. You know, true. so how is rung gonna be used in all this? Is he just gonna be a minor character or is he really going to actually are they gonna take note from the IDW one run and yeah. go from that? You know, that'd be interesting. It'll be interesting to find out.
0: I didn't even think of that. You're absolutely right. And it's so funny with like, you know, a lot of these Earthrise toys, they came out so long ago and we're, you know, I mean, Transformers fans are are so fickle and funny. We're we're so fixated on what the next thing is. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're already worried about like, you know, Kingdom reveals and um, you know, and Studio Series 86 and and all of that other stuff that's going on. It's like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Earthrise is still a thing." Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah uh but yeah no it's 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 going to be very interesting and that uh that drops on december 30th so um i i would imagine by the time we we get around to icon online um will uh we'll we'll definitely have uh the opportunity to revisit that and maybe uh um unpack some of the uh the the War for Cybertron Earthrise uh TV show a bit before uh before we get into the con as as well as uh returning to you know do do some reveals and and um Maybe do some other cool projects as well, because there's there's a um, there's some other like, you know, streaming opportunities and some other cool stuff that um, that, that that we're kind of thinking about doing that I think is going to be a lot of fun. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. I, I don't want to reveal too much uh, now, but um i i I tell you what apollo it is always fun having you on the show um i i know we had some uh uh, technical difficulties at the at the front end that kind of kind of messed up our game a little bit but i i think i think we still gave the folks a a good show while we were while we were here yep um so before we part ways for now because i i know you got work to do and i got a i got a podcast to uh to finish up um can you let folks know um, where we can uh, connect with you on the Internet, how we can connect on the social medias, uh, uh, perhaps give out some commission information as well? Because uh, I, I know your your comms are open and um, and then also uh, just um, uh, let folks know uh, real quick about Icon online as well uh, before we close out.
1: All right, Mike. So um, everyone, just a reminder, I'm Apollo. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at RoboApollo. And I am open for commissions. So um, I'm finishing one up. Um, So please hit me up if you want one. I love drawing robots. Uh, I I do this for fun. Um, So um, I'd really like to draw stuff for you. Um, I also draw a lot of stuff just for fun as well. So would appreciate the follow. And um, also just a reminder, um, I'm part of the team for IACON Online. So you could find um, info on the convention at IACON Online on all the major social media channels and i um, hope to see your panel and cosplay submissions <laughs> and thank you mike for having me on your show it's always a pleasure i always feel honored to be on your show so thank Aww. you so much and i think we recovered well considering all yeah. the tech problems so
0: yeah so as folks go through the video feed they'll they'll see um uh three minutes of you and i talking but we can't hear each other but you could hear us so like so i'm sure the audience was just like what's the problem (laughs) but but we, we managed. We survived. We yes. uh, we fooled them again. <laughs> yes,
1: we did. It was all an act, I swear. No. There it
0: is. There it is. And uh, and with that, we will uh, uh, close out for this week's episode. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to the podcast. And if you want to listen to my podcast, Mike Cyber Radio, and all of my past shows, uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever the heck else you listen to your podcast and check out the full show archive out on soundcloud five years and over 300 episodes worth of old shows there, going back to my kgrg college radio days and tune in for the after hours live stream monday nights at 8 p.m pacific time uh right here on twitter youtube twitch and facebook live like share rate and review the show let us know what you like and what you'd like to hear more of in the future mike cyber radio is powered by poddex for Mike Cybert Radio, my name is Mike. I'm Apollo. <laughs> and until next time, wear your mask, wash your hands, and make good choices. Bye. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to the Mike Cybert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Cybert Radio. Email us at Mike radio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production.